You are listening to the Therefore a Geek podcast, episode number 17. Hi everybody and welcome to Therefore a Geek. I'm Andrew and today I'm joined by Santana and also Andrew. Andrew number two. Hey, how's everybody doing? And Hello. We're, we're going to be doing our second comic book roundup. So the idea is we're going to be talking about uh, the more uh, current books that we're reading uh, and kind of what we think about them. So obviously since we're talking about current books, there will be spoilers. So be forewarned. If you don't like spoilers, go read your books, come back. If you do, or if you don't care. And keep listening. <laughs> You're in the right place. Absolutely. So, uh, I think we'll start off with a, kind of the, the biggest ticket item going on, or that has been going on, Death of Wolverine. Death of Wolverine. So what do yeah. you, you guys think now, now that it's over? Uh, I'm actually pretty satisfied with it. Um, the way he died was a total shock to me. That was came out of left field for me. Yeah, that was, that was a nice... I was kind of curious how they were going to do it, and... If it was going to be interesting or going to be lame, and that was actually pretty interesting. Yeah, honestly, I thought it was going to be lame. I thought it was going to end with him like, because like you see some of the promotional art of it, it's him like sitting on a porch with the sun setting. I'm like, that's no way Logan's going to die. Well, you saw my face after I yeah, read yeah. it, and I was devastated. I was like, that was pretty brutal. I can't yeah. believe that just happened. And like to everyone who says like, oh, he's going to come back, the dude, no, he's covered. The, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He gets covered in animanium and he's just like once once it's hardened, it's hard as Yeah, I think uh I think Soul did a really good job with yeah. his book. Like he took it and just made it his own and like he's got the what Logan's legacy now. Yeah, actually and I've actually read the there's two out now and I've read the Logan's Legacies and they're actually pretty good. I only read the first one. Uh the first one has Sabretooth X twenty three mystique and Dawkins back and uh word has like gotten out no one knows if it's a rumor or if it's true that logan's dead and that's how it's all set up they all get captured and they all get put in the cell and mystique's in there but she's up as like professor x so everyone's like how are you alive and i thought you were dead i thought you were dead but they all get together and like it's i think five issues is the logan legacy and everyone after number one is going to tell the story of each of them. Like the second one was about X-23 and the stuff she's going through after learning that Wolverine's dead because Wolverine was basically like a father to her because she's his clone. Yeah. And she he took her in. It was like, you know, I'm always going to protect you. I'll always be here for you always. So now she's going through that phase where she's pissed off at him because he's dead. <laughs> so back to the death of Wolverine. It was... I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One through like three to me was a little bit of a filler, but it was, it was, was still, it was still good. Well, one through four was such a great story. I think because it, it was just great. Sorry. I made that <laughs> no, I, I agree. It was, it was good. It was better than I, it was actually quite better than I expected. Maybe my, my expectations were just a little low. Mm-hmm. 
Well, born. yeah, I'm a big Wolverine fan. Like I said, uh, the '90s cartoon of X Men got me into like this whole superhero thing. So Wolverine was always had a big place in there for me. So when I heard like they were killing him for good, they say, I was like, all right, it needs to be good. I mean, it's not going to be for. I mean, they're, they're not going to do that until like until Marvel gets its rights back. <laughs> I don't even know about. The, well, that's a whole different story. But yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's gonna be for good, but I mean, like Spider Man, it was always oh, for good. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it was two years. I mean, Captain America was for good. You know, that yeah. was. Well, he's gonna be dead for I think a good long time. I honestly. Oh no! At least well, a couple I mean, of years. I think they're yeah. already teasing storylines where they bring him back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, the encased in adamantium, I, th- I think that w- that was more of a way to bring him back. Like it preserves the body. Mm, that is true. Right? You know, so yeah. that there are ways to. Ways for them to bring it back. I mean, we'll yeah, see. All Magneto's got to do is just go, yeah, and it's it's over, out of out of the shell. Yeah. Uh, well, the only way, the only way to really kill Wolverine is to suffocate him. Yeah. So drowning. Who knows? You know, you caught an animanium, you can't really breathe that well unless someone poked nose holes in there. <laughs> see two little straws sticking out. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But. With the death of Wolverine, I also read like a lot of the uh, spinoffs of it. Like Storm had one that was Death of Wolverine. Nightcrawler had one. Nightcrawler, Night- Nightcrawler, that was right in the feels. Yeah, oh my was, god, it was sad. Nightcrawler, the, yeah, the Nightcrawler one was the, just like, "Here's your feels, and I'm gonna crush the them. ending at the end." It was uh, just like, oh man, I was interesting about um, he and Rachel too. Uh, mean, yeah. Rachel was not the one I expected uh, to find him in. I kind of expected. Especially with with some of the danger room scenes, I kind of mm-hmm. expected it to be Kitty. Yeah, yeah. Although she's not at the uh, Jean Grey Institute. Yeah, yeah. but I, I still kind of expected that. Yeah, that was that was that was good. Um, I'm a little behind on Wolverine and the X Men. I don't read it. Um, I read the latest one again just because it had that Death of Wolverine on yeah. there. Um, and apparently, all all that was about was someone showed up at the institute. And uh, was talking to all the X Men there, and was just like getting stories about Wolverine and everything. Like everyone had their, like their little stories, and like some of the funny ones. Like Iceman was talking about how he got like drunk one night and was singing karaoke. <laughs> it was like it's just like over the top. But like the funniest, of course, involves Nightcrawler and his Bamps. Like the ladies like taking a drink of coffee, and the Bamps just show up going whiskey, whiskey, <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> I just, in general, uh, I, I still really enjoy the what they do with the Bams. Uh, that's the one reason I read Nightcrawler is just for the Bams. Especially, yeah, say in like Nightcrawler, where you've got the um, the, the 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 cute, fluffy, round Bams, as opposed mm. to like the little demon-looking ones. Yeah, the demon-looking ones are funny, but like the 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 fluffy little ones are like are just way way funnier. Yeah, the the one Nightcrawler where he's playing baseball with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was hysterical. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what they're gonna do with Uncanny X Men. Only because they're like mid storyline and Wolverine's still part of the storyline. It's the um, uh, I don't read Uncanny. That's that's one X Men I never really see. I really like, I like it because of um the the Chris Bacalo art. Yeah, I mean um, I think the art's great. I just said I have not. I've seen the art. I haven't read the story at all. This one's up. It's the the last will and testament of Charles Xavier. Uh, okay. Storyline. Wolverine's in the middle of this. Like, um, and unless they're going to do the standard Marvel, you know, cut off the event. At the last second, mm-hmm. you know, like, go, 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 go. Real quick ending. Yeah. I mean, unless they're yeah. doing that, then, 
Wolverine's is gonna be awkward because Wolverine's still alive in like one <laughs> one random book. Yeah. Is so, always do some flashback type moments. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, now I, I thought I heard this. Uh, is Cyclops back with the X Men or is he still? He, well, right now it looks like everything's okay. Yeah. He's not fully back with them, but I mean, Havoc was just like, we need to work together to stop the Red Skull. Oh, yeah. it's uh, Axis, by the way, that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was say Axis seems to be seems to be going towards consolidate, especially with the death of Wolverine. Yeah, consolidating down the X X teams and X books. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why I got like, like I like I said, I enjoy the X Men, but I had to like curve it a bit because I'm like, there's so many teams going on right now. And, there's too many teams. Yeah, you got all new X Men, X Men, all new Uncanny X Men, Uncanny X Men. <laughs> Wolverine and the X Men. Wolverine and the X Men. It's just X Force, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, the X Men have been that way so, since like the nineties. Like yeah. just, there's always been a ton of the books. Um, the same way with the Avengers too. Yeah, Uncanny Avengers, Avengers, New Avengers, Mighty Avengers, all New Avengers. I actually read five Avengers titles. Now that I think about that, I read Avengers, <laughs> New Avengers, Mighty Avengers. I'm behind the Mighty Avengers, but I, I really I like Mighty Avengers. Huh? Honestly, uh, I never really liked. I never picked up an Avengers. I, I don't know. I, I like the Uncanny Avengers. I kind of like the the yeah. team. Well, actually, not kind of like. I did like the team. <laughs> I liked. I'm a Havoc fan, so giving Havoc a team was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. I'm way behind that Uncanny X Un- Uncanny Avengers, which is why I'm like I'm reading Axis. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, uh, I was the same way when I picked up Axis Number One. I was just like. Okay, sure. I mean, like, why I, not? Well, like, I, re- I read the I, re- I read the first storyline, so at least I had some idea of what was going on with the Red Skull. Yeah, like that that helped. But beyond that, like I'm, I really was kind of hit and miss. But after that, yeah. In, in in general, I mean, I'm a little lost as to what's going on in Avengers, but I like it. Yeah. It, you know, like I really I love Jonathan Hickman, mm-hmm. and I know at the end there's going to be this awesome payoff. Mm-hmm. Like like that's just how he how he rolls. I've got to get there. Like the, like his, his run on Fantastic Four, like parts of that didn't make sense until the end. Like you saw, you got you know, he, especially he had a couple of like like single issue. Like you're like, well, that's a really cool issue, but I don't understand what's going. Like, yeah. Why? And then you know, twenty issues later, every, every, everything ties into that. Yeah. You're like, holy crap! It's like I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Speaking of Fantastic Four, what do you guys think of like Marvel finally saying, "Yeah, we're done with that." So, yeah, I've got mixed feelings. I mean. I mean, Hick- Hickman proved the book could, can work, mm-hmm. and, and that was that was kind of one of the issues. Is that like before the Hickman run, people were like, I don't know if the you know, the Fantastic Four are relevant. I don't know if they can work. And Hickman Hickman showed it could, and then they just they haven't been able to make it work again since. And I don't think it's. I mean, yeah, I mean, Hickman's a great writer, but I don't think it's anything anything super special he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the rumor that um, they're they're canceling the fantastic four because of of issues with fox yeah I heard yeah, that too. yeah and that, i mean i heard that was like the if that's thing. the case that's that's pretty epic bullshit yeah i mean i think that's a little low on, if that is true that's a little low on marvel it's not even it's it's one person and it's one person who came to marvel from disney uh, yeah and, that, and that's the that's that's the, like i think like i said i thought we'd move beyond the point where you know personal edict and imperial fiat are, are running the comic companies apparently not and i'm just like I, I don't know like i don't read the fantastic four i've read a couple issues in my lifetime yeah i, was I mean I, a really big fan not a fan of the movies i don't i don't really read them I, I respect the characters yeah 
but it's just like about but it's the first family of marvel right that's the whole thing yeah to me at least yeah and i, and I mean that, that's kind of where it is for a lot of fans especially because you know that, that's that's where stanley and, and jack kirby you know got got marvel comics running again really you know that's kind of what like, that was the last thing stanley was going to do before he, he was planning to quit yeah and that took off and then we got all the yeah. other stuff yeah it was it was, the, it was the it was yeah. the you know write the book you want to read yeah which which i mean in general that that's kind of not not 100 percent, but that that's far usually you know, far more likely of a um path to success than a lot of other things in terms of you know it's like hey i, I want to read a book like this and i don't see it out there mm-hmm. so you know if you listen to like creator interviews and stuff a lot of times they'll say that and yeah it's done very well for them yeah how about uh how about some guardians of the galaxy I love it. Well, <laughs> well, actually, I've been reading more of the the legendary Star Lord and the Rocket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon. Right, yeah, the Rocket Raccoon has been ridiculously funny. Right now, <laughs> by far, Rocket is my favorite Marvel title. Out. Yeah, same here. It, it's so good. Just even you know reading it now, and they they brought Black Jack O'Hare into the fold. Like <laughs> when he came in, I was just like, ah, oh, yes, uh, keeping it old school. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, like way back in the day, there was an old there was a Pepsi commercial. Where like, you know, some guy walked up to like a like a lunch counter. It was like it was like some really gorgeous uh, female celebrity. I can't think of who it was. He goes like, "Holy crap, you're so and so!" And they're like, "No, I'm not." And they unzip themselves, and they were someone else, and then they did do it again. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that one. Yeah, I'll yeah. see if I can find that and put it in the show notes. Um, I remember one of them was Barry Bostwick, and the guy's like, "Who?" And for those of you who don't know Barry Bostwick, the only thing I can think of that he was in is uh, he was Brad in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just really funny. It was like you know, doing that, and that, that that's what, exactly what it reminded me of when when Black Black Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. zipping. You're like, what the hell? Scotty Young, I love his art, and I think yeah. he's doing such Scotty a great job on the book. Um, he's got a new a new Oz book. I think a new Oz trade coming out in January. That probably be worth checking out yeah my, my wife she reads the oz books i've got a couple i got of them. i got her the books because of scotty young but she she likes them she enjoys yeah. them it just, it's just also like the little things in rocket raccoon that make it awesome to like the, uh that poke scene yeah it, it, <laughs> when they're fighting and like they're all exhausted and he's like take this it's just like light poke <laughs> yeah no that was that was a lot of fun and like you see like the same wrench and like 15 panels and like like right before he uses it there's an arrow pointing to it and it says i swear to god this is important <laughs> nice and it like rocket just grabs it and you just, just when the, the doves are flying and yeah they come like, like, say john coming, woo's coming, props yeah, john woo props uh yeah just like the little things in it that he adds like like little words or something in there and yeah it's it was, just awesome the book in general has got a great sense of humor oh uh-huh. it, it has me laughing at every page yeah, yeah. Um, well, except that one. Oh yeah, except the, at the, the end one panel of where Rocket is got a tear. I was like, oh no! I was like, oh man, it feels um, so sad. Yeah, literally, Star Lord has been pretty good. I, I read the first one. I haven't kept up with it though. It's, I mean, I mean, it's okay for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, don't get me wrong. I like Star Lord. I think it's cool, but Rocket just grabbed my attention more. What do you think of of, of Star Lord and Kitty Pride though? I like it. Stay away from my Kitty Pride style. <laughs> I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm a I'm a Kitty Pride fan, and to see her just with somebody like Star Lord, I think it, I think it's gonna go good because I liked her with uh, when she was with Colossus, and then that fell apart. 
repeatedly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More Cl- than Colossus once. and Gay Pride are like, you know, rogue and gamut. They, they get together, they get apart, they get together. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see her with Newt because I remember when, uh, when she was dating Peter Parker and uh, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> or, or Iceman. Yeah. Which is, which is kind of the same thing. I, yeah, I, I, I like her more with, with Peter Quill than anything. Yeah. Um, the other one, because uh, I've been ca- catching up, I'm trying to catch up on like the X-Force books. Mm-hmm. So I finally finished Cable in the X-Force. Great. Great book. Such a great book. Um, I liked yeah, it. Like it did, I was not, I was not, part of the reason I'm catching up is I was not thrilled with it to start. Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. it didn't start off well. It ended a lot better. I mean, um, I... It's hard for me to enjoy a cable book. I really don't like cable. <laughs> awesome. um, I love cable. Well, I was just I was thrilled to read anything with Domino in it. Yeah. Well, that was the, the, the um, we were mentioning Kitty, so uh, Colossus and Domino. That got to be like a really amusing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, I hate pick. There was there was one issue. It was like oh, I hate picking up heavy like really heavy stuff. He's like yeah, but now I'm gonna, now now we can go have fun in the back of the van. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that was uh, that, that, that's been good. Uh, I finally finished that up, so I think next we're moving on to Uncanny uh, the second volume of Uncanny X Force, the um, the one that ran in parallel with Cable and the X Force yeah, mm-hmm. Bishop team. Yeah, because like I read, I read the, the crossover episode or issues at the end with mm-hmm. Strife, and that that was really good. Um, so now I'm gonna go back and kind of catch up on that. Yeah, I kind of stopped reading the Uncanny one. There was too many titles at that time. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also I need to I also need to go back and like because I only caught like parts of the Uncanny X Force the um, the Remender run the mm-hmm. one the volume one <laughs> so I've got all of that on my um on my Kindle so I got to load all that up and and read that Remender's doing Axis too right um, I think so because he yeah. he's he's the one who's been doing Uncanny Avengers yeah I think so. yeah, I like where it's going so far yeah. What what drew me to access? I was like, I, I don't know if I'm gonna pick this up or not. But what really drew me to it was the variant for the number one. It has like all the all guys. The bubbles. Up. It, it has everyone on there, and they're talking, and like everyone's like just talking about the cover and stuff like that. Like uh, Iron Man's like, oh, the logo works upside down and right side up. It's like Marvel actually did something cool for once. <laughs> and uh, uh, like Hobgoblin's like, you guys realize I am just a recolored Green Goblin. <laughs> and uh, like Deadpool's on there and Deadpool's the only one making sense. He's like, what are you guys talking about? What are you looking at? What the hell is going on here? Nice. And I was just like, I got I to gotta see what this is about. And like I picked it up and I read it. I was like, actually, yeah, this I'm, is pretty good. I'm really excited for number three. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Because at the end of number two, Magneto shows up. And he's, just, number three came out. Just came out this week. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I didn't. I didn't. I haven't read it yet. Like I okay. love. I love this new Magneto. He's just so bad. Um, yeah, I, I. I haven't read the Magneto solo series, but I hear like people are just everybody's all about read it. it. Are all about it. They're nonstop good things. Tell me about um, this book. There was. Um, yeah, I like the idea of like the like the the Sentinels design the Civil War Sentinels designed yeah. to go after the heroes. Yeah, yeah. that was good. And they don't they don't touch Magneto at all because he wasn't designed for that. Yeah, yeah. So I, at the end of two, I was just like, "Oh, it makes total sense." Um, yes. There is some there is some distinctive uh, Sentinel destruction in issue three that you'll love. I can't wait. Gotta love Sentinel destruction. Oh, so I love the Sentinels in general. Yeah. Uh, that that's that's one, my favorite X Men villain. So are you up on uh, up on Saga? I'm not. No, I don't read Saga. 
I know people tell me I need yeah, to get into it. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> uh, uh, plenty of things. I am not up on Zuck. It's 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 starting to make more sense now. Like the first couple issues of, the, of like the newest arc, because like it, it goes in like six six issue chunks. Because that's and then you take a, take a break so Fiona Staples can catch up. Um, and then like the first eighteen issues was like one big arc, mm-hmm. and now uh, we're kind of starting the second big arc. And it was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, I don't understand where we're going with this. <laughs> and it's starting to make more sense now. Like, like, like wh- what's going on, where they're going. So that, that's kind of nice. They got one more issue that comes out, um, this, this, this week. And then they'll be back on a break, which again, it's like, ah, oh, two more months of with no saga. <laughs> but I think it'll be, it, the, hopefully this last issue will really kind of tie it and tie the last of stuff in, but it should be good. That's cool. Like, yeah, I just yeah, I need to get caught up on it. But there's so many other books that I read. Yeah, that, 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 like, that's I'm really, my problem. I'm really excited about Saga though. Just I was like, I want to see where other books go. Like this, the this image title, uh, Wayward. Have you guys heard of it? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 excited about that. Uh, it's got so much potential to it. Um, like I really like the number one that came out. It was like nothing outstanding or amazing or anything, but it was just. I just really enjoyed the story, and I I could see where it's going and the potential that it has. What's the story? Uh, basically, it's like a, a half Japanese, half Irish girl. Well, her parents get divorced, and she has to move back with her mom in Tokyo. And she gets to Tokyo, and she's got some kind of special ability where it lets her see colors or lights or something. And uh, here, LSD will do that to you too. Hmm? Here, LSD will do that to you too. Yeah, right? I mean, I can see colors and lights right now. I mean. It was like like kind of like a directional pattern. I forgot who else had that, but like she can see things before it happens. I want to say that. Well, she goes to Tokyo, and basically all the myths and well mythologies about Tokyo. Like she ends up finding a cat, half cat lady, and then she has to fight turtles. Yes, and it's pretty good. Wait, are they ninjas? Like ancient onis or something? <laughs> they weren't ninjas. They were kind of ninjas. <laughs> Somewhat nice. Ninja Turtles, but it's it's good. I haven't read any other ones, but I'm excited about it. I can see. Yeah, I've been mainly sticking to my runs that I've had going on. Now. Well, I've been trying to get out of my my little bubble. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been reading uh, like my big title that I read are uh, Batman, Walking Dead, and Deadpool. Those are my longest running titles that I read. God, I don't really so keep getting Deadpool fans on here. I'm sorry. It's just you know what it is. I got Deadpool tattoos. Yeah, uh, but the Art of War, the Art of War. I read that one. It, it's so crazy. It's it's retarded. Like I mean, I love Deadpool. I love his single titles. Some of his titles out of that where he pops up, it's kind of getting ridiculous. But uh, the Art of War, it's just it's he's basically taking. Uh, the book and rewriting it like he tries like to get it as his own and uh the publishers are like we can't publish this under you because it's already been done or something like that it's like all right fine i'll just start my own war and he's like uh who can i use to start a war he's like loki and like it shows loki now he's like he's like what loki's a kid now no nah, i can't do that yeah and then he pops up as a chick he's like no i can't use that and then he pops up He's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's the Loki I want, like circa nineteen or circa Silver Surfer number four, <laughs> uh, and like it, he's just starting this war in Asgard with Loki and Thor, and like he's like it'll spread down to Earth. He's like, this is the way I get my book published. Yes, <laughs> nice. 
Uh, uh, he actually, I think last last time we did this or so, around that time, see, he was in Secret Avengers, and I was like, "What the fuck?" He was in Secret. Yeah, you, you, you didn't mention that last time. Yeah, and yeah. like, I think we're three issues past that now. Two or three issues past that, and it's finally like, okay, this is. They finally explained like what 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 he's there for. Yeah, what was he there for? He was um he was distracting Hawkeye like Modok hired him to distract Hawkeye and keep him away from the helicarrier. Okay, <laughs> but That's it was like the the, the versus yeah. Hawkeye, which honestly I thought was going to be horrible. Um, I've read it and it's it's funny. Uh, there are parts in it that just get me laughing. Uh, in like the second issue, it's like set during Halloween, in issue number one, but it's the second issue because they released a zero for some reason. Mm-hmm. A kid shows up at Hawkeye's door dressed as the Watcher with a bullet hole in his head. <laughs> yeah. And this is just after Original Sin. And uh, Deadpool's just like, oh, man, that's a little too soon for this. Nice. And that's... What did you think of the Original Sin ending? Um, I knew it, but I didn't know it. Yeah, I kind of I kind of thought it was the same way, too. Yeah. Like, and, this is going to happen. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's awesome that on that. Nick Fury, the ultimate fly on the wall, is now the Watcher, basically. And Bucky Barnes is now... The man it, on the wall. The man on the wall. What I want to see is where they're going to go with Orb. Because at the end of that, he was, like, fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like at the end, though, uh, when they're leaving the moon. And Ant-Man's like, I feel like we're forgetting something. And Thor's on the moon trying to pick up his hammer. <laughs> yeah. uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Nick Fury whispers something to Thor... And he just falls to the moon with with this hammer in his hand. He can't pick it up, yeah. which is leading to this female Thor. Well, yeah, you know, so now Thor is unworthy. Yeah, he's still to people that are like Thor can't be a woman. He's still Thor. He yeah. just doesn't he's have still the in power. The as Thor. Yeah. So yeah. There's a, there's a Thor with the hammer and a Thor without the hammer. Yeah. He's still Thor Odinson. You can't yeah. take that away from yeah, him. Yeah, that, that's his actual name. But then I cannot. I can for the life of me, I can't remember the exact the exact wording on the hammer. But it's you know. Like whoever whoever proves themselves worthy of, uh, you know, of Thor, can wield this hammer. Yeah, and it's like it's weird. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys read number one Thor. Uh, I did. Not even Odin can pick up the hammer. So yeah, well that's that that was a that was kind of funny and b that was also like not shocking. Like Odin's yeah. kind of a douche. Yeah. <laughs> like especially in the last few, last, last, last few dude. years, you know, between um, Fear itself and some yeah. other, like yeah, Odin's just a dickhead. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see who it is. Like people I, think it's Angela. No, it's not Angela. It's, not, it's Angela. not. I know it's not Angela because she has her own title going now. Yeah, uh, yeah, or will very shortly. Yeah, yeah. Angela uh, yeah. Asgard's assassin. Asgard's assassin. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. That's I'm, I'm excited about that one. Um, there's that. What else? Um, it's not Sif again because the hair color. Yeah, and Sif could, was with Thor when they went down. Could be Valkyrie. I could w- be. yeah, I wanted to. I want. I now want it to be Valkyrie. Like I was, I was all behind Angela until a Angela got her own title and b I realized the hair color is wrong. <laughs> yeah, she's a lady. Thor is a blonde, folks. I would like to see more Valkyrie to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's what I really loved about the last Secret Avengers um, yeah. run. That was it was like Valkyrie and, and yeah. that, that group. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of things are. What I like about Marvel right now is a lot of things are changing. After Original Sin, a lot of things are changing. Like a new Thor is coming. New. New Captain America's already here. I swear to God, though, if it, the new, new, new Thor, if they take like six months, like 
to 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 tell us who the new Thor is. Like, they, oh yeah, it'll be pretty or angry. or longer, like they did with Red Hulk. Cause I think Red Hulk was like a year and a half, two years. It was something ridiculous like that. Yeah, I swear to God, I'm gonna be the crap out of someone. <laughs> like someone's going down for it. Well, it was like you got a new Thor, you got a new Captain America. Uh, like I said, I read Deadpool. Deadpool is heading in he's a whole new direction. Like his new costume's so badass. So. It really is. I like it. Yeah, that new new Captain America's Falcon, which I think is gonna be great. Because they let Cal- they let Falcon keep his wings. That was the main thing. Like yeah. when I heard yeah, I, that when I heard I Falcon was going to be be Captain America, I was like, they they need to keep his wings. Yeah, that was nice. Um, so we talked a lot about a Mar- about a, a lot of Marvel books here, Batman books. Yeah, uh, I am a Batman reader. I just read uh, Batman. I don't read Dark Knight or Detective Comics. Um, the Dark Knight ended, by the way. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but in the last Batman that came out. Last week, uh, it's number 35. It's the start of a new story arc right after Zero Year, which was just another origin of Batman story. Um, well, basically, that was replacing year one in the new 52. Yeah. Is what that was doing. Yeah, it was new 52's year one, year one or whatever you want to. Uh, but the new arc, number 35, it starts off with a news report like, oh, gas has been released in downtown Gotham or whatever. And all you see is like smoke coming out. And like next page, it goes in, and it's actually uh, you find out that Batman is the one that released the uh, smoke. Like people thought it was like toxin or gas. They're like, "Oh, this gas is non-toxic and all that." They're like, "Well, why would someone set off non-toxic gas?" It's actually Batman. He's in the suit and he's fighting Wonder Woman. And he's like, "Diana, why are you doing this and stuff like?" That. He's like, "You know, the Justice League. We all hate you. We all want you dead." And he's fighting Wonder, like so. Basically, he cleared out the block because he knew like stuff was going right. to go down with Wonder Woman and, and the Justice League coming after him. So he like he defeats Wonder Woman, puts her down. Like Flash comes in, and like all he does is like he's able to time Flash, and like he deflects him towards a building, and like this large skyscraper just comes crumbling down on Flash. And uh, Aquaman shows up. He like traps him in like this foam or whatever. And then, like, he's just sitting there, and he's like, okay. He's like, if it's Cyborg, I got this, you know, EMP pulse, uh, Green Lantern, I got this. He's like, as long as it's not, and, like, then he just, like, gets hit by Superman. Yeah, he goes flying through, like, flying Uh, through walls. Yeah, he goes, like, flying into this theater. And he's just like, ah, it's just like that, ah, crap moment. He's like, Clark, what is going on? What is going on? And, like, it just pans to Superman's face. And he has the Joker smile. So Joker has infiltrated the Justice League somehow. He's like Joker Gaston or whatever. So I, from what I understand, it's going to be a six-book story arc for that. And I'm really interested because I am a big Joker fan. So I'm glad that he's finally back in the Batman comics. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just enjoying the fact that we get uh, we get to see um, Greg Capullo drawing oh, I uh, love his the drawing. Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Also, I just read uh, number one of Arkham Manor. Which I thought uh, when I read the when I saw it in the previews, I thought it was a great concept. Uh, basically, Arkham Asylum is blown up somehow. Um, it's in Batman Eternal universe. I don't read Batman Eternal. Yeah, neither do I. Um, but it's like blown up somehow. Bruce Wayne has lost Wayne Manor, uh, so they're like trying to figure out where to put all these convicts. Like they try to put them in a football stadium, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just use old." Wayne Manor and put make it Arkham Manor now and like Bruce is like Alfred's like they're in this uh, apartment or whatever and Alfred's like why don't you fight it 
he's like better off there over there than in the stadium in the middle of the city yeah. which makes sense uh but like the bat cave is still under wayne manor <laughs> i'm like so like he yeah, that's go, the he, question i asked you i was like they're over wayne manor like, what are they gonna do about the bat cave is he's still there but like he's like put like I don't know how many feet of concrete between yeah, like, him and the entrance. Yeah, like he filled like the the stair, you know, this the staircase behind the bookcase or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he filled that entire thing with concrete. Yeah. So now, like an, a day at the office, he's like right under his his place of business, Arkham. Um, but like he has no problem with it at first. He's just like, you know, it's what my dad would have wanted because you know his dad was his family is always for help for the mentally handicapped. He's like, it's what my dad would have wanted. But then he gets a call. Or whatever, and he goes there, and he goes in the Arkham Manor, and someone has been murdered, like in his room. I think I'm not sure if it's his room exactly, where he grew up, but like someone's been murdered in Arkham Manor, and he's like, you know, going through flashbacks, he's like, oh, you know, this is my home, and now someone's been killed. So now he's like, at the end, he like submitted self in the Arkham Manor to find out what's going on, or something. Well, you know, like that. yeah, like like he definitely like puts on some kind of disguise. Yeah. And, and gets himself admitted to Arkham. Yeah. It, the, the art in it kind of threw me off a little bit, but the story is good enough to wear. Yeah, like, like Batman's face sometimes in that book. Yeah. He looks like Batman. Um, I know you guys, you guys probably aren't reading Batman and Robin. Uh, I, I've only read a couple of them, uh, mainly for the Robin Rises. Um, yeah, okay. So, you, so you've read the last couple then? Yeah. I, I'm just enjoying like Batman in the, the, quote, the hell suit. Oh, on, the, on yeah, the hell suit so awesome. Yeah, he's on Apocalypse. Like he's in this like giant like, kind kind of like like what they were. What was in the um, Batman, the the Capullo Snyder Batman the suit, but it's specifically designed for like Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's like and it look like it, it looks kind of like a demonic suit of armor, like a, like a knight's armor. It's like the Hell Knight suit or whatever. Yeah, and it's like it's just badass. And the story, I mean, like I'm kind of here. The story's not terrible. Uh no, I actually like the Batman Rises or the Batman the Robin oh. Rises storyline. I think it's great. So I'm a big Damien fan, and like I know, like they already revealed he is coming back. Um, yeah, I'm kind of kind of glad, but kind of not. I was like, yeah, at least let him, let him stay that a little longer. But uh, well, with with, with Ra's al Ghul <coughs> as a as a grandfather, that was just kind of inevitable. Yeah, yeah, you always knew that. It's <laughs> like, oh, he's dead. Oh wait, Lazarus Pit. His grandfather's push, mom. Push the corpse in, let it splash around a little bit, and yeah. pull it back out, and it's I, cool. I just like how it took, like, hey, guys, I'm going to go to Apocalypse to get the Bat family back together. Because, like, the like Red Hood, Tim Drake, um, and Barbara... Are all pissed at They're him all from, pissed from at him. death of the family. From the death of... They're still pissed. Well, I mean, which... Why not? Uh, they're still pissed at him because he kept, like, you know, secrets and stuff from them. And he brings them all into the Batcave. And he's like, listen, no more secrets. This is what's going on. I need you guys to watch after Gotham in case I don't come back or whatever. And what I liked about it was after like they had left, uh, Dick Grayson is hanging yeah. up. <laughs> he's hanging up on the wall. He was like, yeah, uh, Alfred came, came down and offered like sandwiches. And everyone said no. He, like After everyone leaves, he's like, you sure you don't want a sandwich? I heard your stomach growling. And like it just shows Dick Grayson like chilling out on the wall. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's I'm so glad like he came back to like to Bruce and like I, I think it's awesome that like before he leaves, <coughs> Bruce is like, in case I don't come back and like he doesn't even need to finish. He's like, yeah, I'll pick up the cow again. I was like, it's like honestly, I hope Bruce doesn't make it. 
Yeah, but we have to go back, go through that again. Yeah, because that was not a very good storyline. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine, I just, I just love to see Dick and and Damien just go at it. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, it was one of those like Bruce coming back was not a very good storyline. Dick and Damien was a great storyline. Yeah, their, their dynamic was pretty. Yeah. Damien treated <laughs> like, like a dick. Shit, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even though like I love Dick Grayson and I would love to see him pick up the cow. You know, the the one I would ultimately Tim of Drake. the bad of the Bat family pick up the Batman title would be Tim Drake because to me, he's what Batman Batman's a detective and Tim Drake's the best detective out of all the Robins he's ever had. I agree. So, I think he would make a great Batman, but he's. Doing his little red robin thing. Yeah. Yeah. His, his little red robin. His little red robin. <laughs> Literally ten times. So I don't know if you guys have read probably not um last night I read the, the new the last issue of Catwoman. Uh I haven't read Catwoman. There's I know a, she's like becoming like what, the kingpin of crime in golf. Yeah, so so they so the 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 features end is like five years in the future. Mm-hmm. Um and she was you know, running all the Gotham crime fam- families. And I must have missed something somewhere in like say, like I get Catwoman. I'm like so recently. I just switched. I switched to reading all my like all digital. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not getting uh, floppies anymore. Yeah. Floppies. <laughs> like, I'm not getting floppies anymore. I don't do floppies. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to pick up pick that one up. Um, so, I don't know what this podcast is rated, so I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so I'm reading it all. Digitally. So I'm actually I'm actually like reading everything now mm-hmm. instead of it just you know piling up. Cause I got um I got something I can use I can use at work. Oh yeah. So like, like during my lunch I'll just I'll sit and read comics for an hour. Um, and so I, I must have missed something in a couple of issues back or something like Catwoman. But yeah, she's taking over um, starting to take over the the Gotham crime families. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really interesting. You know, it's kind of a you know. Catwoman's always been kind of a kind of a crime book yeah. in terms of you know, where she was like you know she would be you know stealing something, but this is less like the the individual the burglar kind of crime book as opposed to like the organized crime yeah you know, the Godfather kind of crime book. I think it's I mean, really interesting. Yeah. I've always liked Catwoman. I've always think she was a great yeah, I like character. Her as a character. Yeah, and I, I've always of course loved the relationships between her and and, and Bruce. I always thought her great. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like the the new Fifty Two Catwoman started off a little rough. I mean, like I li- I liked the first issue. Like I thought it was kind of ballsy, but like I can understand where people were like didn't didn't care for it very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I think I think where they're going now with it is really interesting. Hmm. There's also really, there's also a really great scene into the, the relationship between she and Batman. Yeah. There's a relationship between Bat or uh, a scene between the two of them in in the new issue where um. Batman shows up and is like trying to talk a little bit of sense into her, and she's like, "No, I I know what I'm doing. I know I've got this." So we'll see. Just let it happen, Bruce. Just let it happen. Let it happen. Get a little on side. You know, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm to think, uh, another DC. T- uh, I just read Deathstroke number one. Uh, Deathstroke's always been a character that has interested me, and I love that he got his uh, solo title back. Uh, I think mainly due to the success of Arrow and. Uh, the dude's portrayal of him. Yeah, he's been a big part of Arrow. Like I'm, I'm, I'm behind on the show, but he's definitely, definitely made an impact. I've seen um, more and more of, of cosplays of him at conventions. Yeah, yeah. But in the new Deathstroke, 
Deathstroke number one, like the the teaser for is like a, a killer reborn or whatever, and uh, it starts off like he's on his uh, a standard mission and he goes in there and they like complete it, but he gets messed up. Like he gets to like to his contact and like he just falls down and like he's riddled with bullets. Like half the back of his head is missing, and like uh, he has regenerative powers. I don't know to what extent. I don't know if he could survive getting half his brain blown out, but uh, it cuts to like he he's starting to wake up, and like he sees some guy he knows, and he's like, you know, where am I? What did you do to me? And uh, he's like, oh, in time you'll know. And he's like, he's like, what did you do to me? Something's not right. And like the last page is just of him, like, what did you do to me? And like he's young, he has his eye back. He's just been all completely regenerated, so interesting. Kind of interested in seeing where it goes. Yeah, because <laughs> I know in the new Fifty Two, he's been made a an Arrow villain or a Green Arrow villain and a Batman villain. So I'd, I'd like to see where his solo title goes, whether or not he's going to interact with those two or not. Yeah, do you guys read um, Gotham Academy? I read the first one. Um, I don't think the second one's coming out. Not yet. yet so no. uh, I, I did. I just picked it up because it gave us a Batman title. Um, I just wanted to see what it was about. Because yeah, I, it I just kind of skimmed through it. I didn't really like get all into it, but um, but it was it's it was kind of like what I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, two girls at Gotham Academy. One of them has like some connection to Bruce Wayne. It seems like yeah, and like now they're just like exploring the academy. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be, I'll be curious as to where it goes. Like the first issue didn't like didn't really grab me. Yeah, it it, it didn't. I kind of like <laughs> I had to like force my way through it. I was just like, oh, okay, this is a little boring, but I'll keep going. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm curious to see where it's going to end up. Like it could it could go a lot of interesting places. Certainly the um oh, yeah, it, the it premise is 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 interesting. Yeah, it definitely has the potential to go to some like interesting stories. For me, at least, it seems like. Yeah, we'll kind of just see what happens and where things go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I read the new Batwoman, Batgirl, I should say, that came out just because they're thirty-five. Yeah, they like changed their costume up. Yeah, yeah, the new creative team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, the end of Batgirl was okay. Like the end of the Gail Simone run. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm going to give these guys a chance to. I, mean, I really like Barbara Gordon as Bat- Batgirl. Yeah, I was very glad when she came back. Um, the person, they've tweaked the personality a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. the whole college girl thing, like, yeah, I'm kind of on that. But we'll see where it goes. Yeah, like, uh, did you read it? Uh, the, the new one? Um, yeah, the most recent one. Yeah. yeah. The, to me, like, yeah, they kind of made her, like, too much of that. Part, uh, to me, it seemed like they were kind of going, like, uh, she's that wild college girl or college girl trying to get into that you know party mode just like she moves into with these roommates yeah. and they have a party and like her basically the new creative team made a new costume her costume got destroyed so she had to make her own it's very hipster looking to me the um I, I do kind of like the, the 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 change in the relationship with black and area where black and just kind of pissed off at her yeah that's kind of interesting that, that that's that's could be fun I wish I read that title now. I mean, get more into DC because some of these stories you guys are saying, I was like, yeah, I kind of uh, want to read that. Uh, one one story I want to read. Comic shop, man. Just, yeah, just, yeah, I know. It's just like I, just, 
One story. I, like, so, you're like that's just the thing. Working in a comic book shop, there's so many oh, books, I know, no, man. No, I know, I know. Hmm. It's like I want to read that one. I want to read, read that, that one. one. Catwoman. I'm gonna read this one instead. <laughs> right. Yeah. You gotta choose. I, I'm like everyone does that. You know. I mean, like again, going going all digital now. Like I've subscribed to certain series. But then every week, it's every you know every week on Wednesday when I get home, it's like, all right, well, what came out? Well, that looks cool. That looks yeah. cool. I'm gonna get that one. Unfortunately, it's probably gonna like you know, I'm probably gonna blow up my budget in the process of doing this. But <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's like the the image, all the images releasing like a new uh, like images, five titles every yeah. every month or something like that. But, and all of them are just amazing. Like my like Copperhead was really good. Yeah. Nailbiter is just like taking my Nailbiter is amazing. I still got to catch up on that. I, I, oh, I so love Nailbiter. And number six, um, <laughs> that one was just crazy. Yeah. I mean, any comic to me that when I open the first page, I can just go like, what Whoa. the hell is going on? So, yeah, man. This is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, of course, with Image, for me, Walking Dead is always number one. Uh, and the, it, the, the latest issues have just gotten crazy. I don't know if anyone else here reads. Part of me is kind of curious what the end game strategy for Walking Dead is. Like, I don't think there is an end game. Yeah, Kirkman said like he really doesn't know where he's going to go. It's like the only possible way they can go is either they find a cure for it, either they wait it out, or zombies. Yeah, or walkers, or roamers, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I don't know if anyone else reads it here, uh, but there's been like a big jump in the story, like two years, two years or so. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, like after the whole Negan thing, they jumped two years. Everyone's settled down. Uh, Maggie's up at the hilltop, uh, and and they're still where they are, and they're just living life. They're they're actually. It's been pretty peaceful. They have a big enough group where they control like walkers. Like if they they send people out on I guess walker patrol, and if they see like a big herd, they'll divert them another way yeah okay um one of the big things that kind of pissed me off at first and spoilers if you haven't caught up at one point one of the groups they get back and they're like they were talking they're like what he's like the dead were whispering to us i'm like no uh uh-uh this isn't happening zombies are not talking right now and like the issue 132 or 131 they (laughs) They're talking. Zombies are talking. And I'm just like, I was like, no way Kurtman would do this. And like, they're fighting these talking zombies and they're like, they're using knives and bats. And I'm just like, what is going on? And it turns out like people have been like skinning zombies and wearing their mask as, as masks. And they're walking around as zombies, killing people. That's one way to do it. I was just like, I was like, okay, first off, thank God that zombies aren't talking. <laughs> and also, I was like, that's really smart. And then, like, I, I kind of like where this is going. Because uh, if you guys all read All Out War, Negan's still alive. He's kept prisoner by Rick. And I'm thinking it's going to be where Rick and Negan have to work together to take care of this problem. And I think that's going to be interesting. I think we're good. We're getting towards the end of our time here. Um so I'm going to do the, the round table or the roundabout uh, what we're all what we've all been uh, into obviously we've been talking about the comics we've been reading but to, since I don't want you to start us off what else you've been into actually I've I've gone back into my past and started reading a lot of older books like uh, Messiah Complex and other but new books 
there's not much that we haven't talked about that I'm into. Like I, I know I said Wayward and Nailbiter. I'm still waiting for MPH to close out. Um, Anything outside of the comic comic book realm? Uh, the Avengers two trailer was good. Holy <laughs> crap, that was good. Yes, I was. It gave me goosebumps. Love the um, the sh- the shuffling Iron Man armor. Oh yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys noticed. Um, uh, there's not going to be any connection here because you know Fox is one set of rights, Marvel's another. Yeah. But if you look if you look at the, the Iron Man mask when it shuffling along, it looks a lot like Zorn. Oh. Like again, because of the rights, it, like, there's not it can't happen. But I swear to God, if they keep calling Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch miracles, it's gonna piss me off the entire movie. But I don't care. Just seeing that trailer, it blew my mind. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god, so many good things are happening right now, and it looked like Hulkbuster armor, like Andy Circus. Oh, Andy Circus, did you see him in the trailer? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, watch the trailer again. You see Andy Circus in it. Like as a person, as a person, and now his mocap. <laughs> um, I, well, I don't know things. The way that he looked, he looked like a claw. Interesting. Yeah. If you if you watch real carefully with the Hulkbuster armor, he's not just in it; it's flying in. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I've, I've seen. I'll see if I, again. I'll see if I find it for the show notes. Is a GIF that's like just showing, and you can see like he's got that like gold like extra armor on the gauntlet. Yeah. You can see that flying in behind him. Wow. If you keep watching it on repeat. <laughs> if you just watch it over and over and over and yep. over and over. Because, you know, the movie's a year away. We're going to be analyzing this the next fucking year. Yeah. I mean, like, this just looks like it's going to be like so many feels. It's like when, when Thor goes up and chokes oh, uh, Tony Stark. And, uh, yeah. I was like, ah. Oh, just oh. that shot of Captain America's shield broken in half. And this, like, the Pinocchio like song playing the, yeah, the, the whole... super creepy part. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, so so, you know, Marvel said that supposedly the trailer was leaked by Hydra. By Hydra. <laughs> well, no, for, first it was leaked. That, that's what Marvel's response was, and part of me is just like, I think this is all part of a part of some kind of marketing because they were supposed to they were supposed to do it during Agents of Shield this this week. So yeah. actually, the day the podcast comes out, I think they're going to be doing something. I think there's going to be additional stuff, yeah, like an extended trailer. Yeah, be- either an extended teaser or like a second teaser or something. Yeah, just something else. Like I, I really feel like this is just this is jumping up hype. I didn't and see I'm no hyped. vision at all in there. Was it? Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't I, see I vision in really the trailer. Like, no, but I mean, okay, I know it's, it's, just, it's, just first, like a, it's just a first teaser. So yeah, so maybe that might be the next one. Yeah. Anything else? Um, no, I'm good. Andrew? Uh, like Santana, I've been going into the past and reading old books. Uh, I just picked up not too long ago, uh, the 75th anniversary collection for Batman. Uh, and it comes with Hush, uh, Quarter Owls and Dark Knight Returns. Hush and Dark Knight Returns are two of my favorite Batman stories. I agree with you. Um, number one being the killing joke. Um, and like I said, I picked, I picked up Hush at like 11 o'clock at night and I could not put it down. Like it was nice. like one o'clock. Not yet, but soon <laughs> I got this big ass book of Sin City. It's the entire Sin City collection. Oh, the big damn, the big damn collection. You might've saw yeah. it in Borderless. <laughs> um, so I'll be reading that whenever I can get it. Um, outside of comic books, been watching a lot of Gotham arrow. That's still um, comic book related. Well, it's, it's not reading. Yeah. It's not <laughs> Okay, Avengers is still. <laughs> oh yeah, I brought that up because I was just I was excited about it. Like it's like 
what else is going on? Well, Avengers is going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm um, yeah, so yeah, I've been watching Gotham. I love it. The, the dude playing, the penguin's stealing the show. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a couple ish, or episodes behind on Gotham. I'm, I'm also a couple episodes behind on Agents of Shield. I started I started catching back up on that last night. I've got season uh, season passes for those on Amazon, so I just kind of kind of watch them as I feel like it instead of trying to remember when television's on. Yeah, um, television like it, it's all comically related for me. Like thinking yeah. about it, like I'm excited about Constantine. It, but true. like the only other night for me is like when Supernatural and um, was it uh. Sons of Anarchy come on. Those are only like my two non-comic book related, <laughs> even though Sons yeah. of Anarchy has a comic book, and I think Supernatural had a comic book at one point, but yeah. Sons of Anarchy and Supernatural are my, my guilty pleasures. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for um, I'm waiting for the newsroom to start back up, which is, I think, That's the Jeff month? Daniels show, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was, that was really good. And the think that man just yep. did Dumb and Dumber 2. <laughs> well, yeah, same guy. That, that, same guy. That, you know, the, what really got me about the show, I did I did catch up from watching it. And um, that little speech he gave about America not being the, the best Yo, country. Yo, the world, opening episode? I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I like it. I, I, like, it I like where this is going. Um, and I'm going to watch it. I, I, I like the the repeated Don Quixote, like the, the, the screwed up Don Quixote yeah, references. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they, they, they can never quite get it right. Like, who's Don Quixote? Who's, you know. Yeah. Um, I also, I also really enjoyed the... Um, this is going back like two seasons now, but the second episode where he's trying to learn everyone's name, yeah, and everyone whose name he learned is has left, and it was like the one guy was like Muhammad Al Muhammad bin bah- bin Muhammad, and like well where the, like, where the hell did he go? I was like oh, I went to Fox. Like my Fox hired someone with three Muhammads in their name. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So that's coming up. Yeah, I'm catching up on those. Um, Dumb and Dumber Two is coming out. Uh, very soon. Yeah, like, three weeks. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't know either, it's but like, I'm like, still gonna go see it. Twenty years later. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's gonna work. I mean, the two of them together. Just, yeah. Yeah. I can, I'm, I'm gonna see it. I mean, I just, just don't know how to feel about just, it. Just, just like, the initial if, trailer, like the, the beginning where he's he's been faking it for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if they do some of the stuff like from the first one. It's like one where they they gave the the dead bird. bird. Yeah, and the the blank is just like pretty bird. If he's pretty, like pretty bird. Twenty years later, <laughs> he's, he's like, still petting he's the bird. Still petting the bird, <laughs> I would die. I, just, I would. Uh, I'd be rolling. Uh, Samson and I was way off. <laughs> it's still one of the best lines of that entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 it's gonna make me laugh. I've seen that movie awesome. so many times. So. Speaking of movie, one movie I really want to see when it comes worldwide is Birdman. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Yeah, I've heard I have. Of it. It's got a really good cast, man. Yeah. I I just think it's awesome because it's Michael Keaton, kind of playing Michael Keaton. Uh, I don't think he was that much of a of a douche that his character that he's playing seems to be, just from what I've seen from the trailers. But I think it's like a really good because like the guy's just known for Birdman, whereas I, Michael Keaton was just known for Batman. I, I miss Michael Keaton. Well, he disappeared true. for a while and he started started coming back. I actually really like, he's like him in like. He did a lot of like the bizarre kind of gross out creepy roles. He did Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice, so great. Um, uh, did you guys see Multiplicity? A long time ago, yeah. it was like he cloned himself four times. <laughs> yeah, um, that was good. I like that one. Uh, he, he he was in um, the Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell movie. Oh, the other guys. The other yeah, guys. He's the, he, chief. The, the chief. I thought he was hilarious in that. He was also he was really good in um, RoboCop. Oh, I haven't okay. seen that new RoboCop yet. Yeah. He plays the, the, the head of um, 
the company name is slightly different, but the head of Omni Consumer Products. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, need, I need to get up on that. I totally forgot that that came out. Yeah, whoa, it was whoa, okay. Whoa. I mean, Lee and John was okay, but the, Michael Keaton was really good in it. Um, crap, what was the other thing he was... Oh, like years, years back, this is completely like not necessarily geek-related, but they did um, Shakespeare, Much Ado About Nothing. It was like Denzel Washington and like um, and Keanu Reeves was in it. Which just think about Keanu Reeves <laughs> doing did, Shakespeare. Did we didn't for, do that. What did we didn't do that? He did one recently about a year ago. That's not the one we're talking about. No, this was this one was probably about fifteen years ago. Oh, okay, Keanu Reeves was in it, and just think about Keanu Reeves doing Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, I can imagine it. I don't, but no, yeah. bro, bro, but um, what night, Johnny yeah. Utah? <laughs> Michael Keaton was uh, I am the one. Michael Keaton played like the idiot constable, oh, okay. and it was just ridiculously funny. Like the one character, like his character keeps, like he's he's making like an official report, mm-hmm. and he keeps wanting to make it known in the report that Keanu Reeves' character called him an ass, and he's like, keeps pointing out that he's an ass, and just <laughs> Michael Keaton does a really great job with that. Yeah, but yeah, like he didn't he wasn't doing anything for a while, and then like. Maybe like the last like ten years, he hasn't done a whole lot of anything, and then he's no. come, he's make, he's coming back, and it's like, all right, I, I can dig it. Did you? Am I the only one that's like maybe talks about another Beetlejuice movie? I've heard talk. I haven't, but that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I, would, I just I don't know be if, against it at all. But I don't know if it's going to be a sequel or just a remake. Remake wouldn't be nearly as much fun. Yeah. If you, if you get Michael Keaton and Christina Ricci back, like Christina Ricci, or why not a writer? No, why not a writer? That's it. Yeah. The two, yeah, at, at, a, at a certain yeah. age, the two of them, like, not, not, not at the same time. Yeah. At one point, they, they, they looked like each other. Right. Like, like I want to say, like, that, each of them at, like, 16 or 18. Like, like you know, they're not, they're not the same age. But, like, when if you look at both of them at, like, 16, 18, they start looking real similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you saying? They played very similar characters. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm bringing one on a runner back, that'd be fun. Yeah, she hasn't really. She hasn't done a lot. Well, she did the start. She, she was Spock's mom. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was, was it, though. Mom. But I haven't seen it like uh, what she was in Mr. Deeds. Yeah, she that was, was a long time ago. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that, was, that was a while back. <laughs> I was like, she's in Mr. That's Deeds. Why, that's when Adam Sandler is still making somewhat good movies. Oh god, he's so fucking awful now. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And now he's now it's just like, hey, let's do another movie with Drew Barrymore. It's like, no, 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 Drew Barrymore yeah, is not. Can... She's not bad. Stop doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were that, just was like blended. That was the last movie he came out with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's funny, the, I, I I didn't see the movie, but I remember the trailer of Terry Crews. I'm a big Terry Crews fan, and he was just like, <laughs> he's dancing around with his shirt off. He's like, every movie that he's in, he dances. Yeah. Like, even even the movie that I didn't think he was going to dance in, like The Gamer, yeah. I was like, he played such a serious role, he's like, he's not going to dance in this one. He dances. And then he dances. Do you ever, do you ever see um, the Terry Crews, the Euro training? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, it's so funny. That's one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, uh, I think his is what? Old Spice. Right? Oh, old yeah, Spice. Old Spice. His Old Spice commercials get me every time. It was like where he's hooked up to all the instruments. Yeah, and he's playing all and with he's, his muscles. he's flexing his muscles and all the instruments are playing. And he's like, uh, keyboard solo. It's like his pecs start going real <laughs> fast and everything. Um, I hope he plays Luke Cage. You make a great Luke Cage. I hope he plays Luke Cage. The one thing I didn't, li- I, I didn't like him as much in was um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Only because he, was, he took over the Mr. T role. And you can't top Mr. T. Right. right. Well, I mean, like, Terry Crews is, is good, but, like, Mr. T is that just a little bit more, you know. It's Mr. T, the hair. and yeah, Andrew, he sent me, like, a Mr. T thing recently. <laughs> and I forgot how it went, but 
it made me laugh so hard because I just imagined Mr. T saying all these things. It was like a little well, no, have you ever animated. seen? You ever see the uh, the Mr. T um, the music video he did, like "Treat Your Mama Right"? Oh no, no, I remember it, but I I can't remember like. Is that from like his Hall of Fame speech? Like, like when he went? In, I know he went into like a wrestling Hall of Fame. No, this was uh, no. He this is like an actual like legit music video. Oh, this this will definitely go in the show notes because it's. It's it's ridiculous. But. Did you ever see the the, the key and pill Mr. T sketch? No, that one. Yeah, check it out if you can. There's that, and there's also um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Super Dave Osborne. I, I remember Super Dave. There's an old Super. I used Dave. to love Super Dave. <laughs> yeah, there's an old Super Dave clip like his stunt. You know, it's a, there's a Canadian comedian who's doing the, the he character. He's the worst stunt man ever. <laughs> yeah, but like he um the stunt was like he started he walked up and started insulting Mr. T. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like Mr. T like grabs him and like throws it they're out, they're out in like the middle of the desert <laughs> so Mr. T grabs him and throws him in the tent and Mr. T comes out and he ate Super Dave well, I saw Super Dave well, actually not Super Dave but Dave Osborne uh, he was on a show that I liked and I was like oh shit that's Super Dave <laughs> and I forgot like, I think it was like an episode of Dexter or, or something popular at the time that I really liked and I was like that's, that's Dave yes I wonder if they I'm sorry. I suddenly just had a thought. Was he in? Was he the, in the third um, Ocean's Eleven movie? Yeah. Yeah. He was was that, that him? I think that yeah. that was the movie I was talking about. I think that's it. Where he played the, 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 the dad. He played Linus' or, dad. Yeah. Matt Damon's dad. Yeah. I want to know. Matt Damon, the next Robin. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's uh, what's her name? Uh, Jenna Malone. I know. No, my phone's not working, so I'll we'll, we'll, I'll find out. and We'll put that in the, uh, in the in the show notes. Well, yeah. Well, how do you feel about that, Jenna Malone coming in, or the the leaked uh, the supposed female the supposed Robin? Female Robin. I'm down she's, for it. She's playing character. Just Kelly. another superhero in Superman's supposed sequel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's turning into a Batman movie. It it's really not, is. It's not Batman versus Superman. It's, it's Batman featuring Superman, featuring Superman. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm ex- don't get me wrong. I'm excited for it, and like all these people bashing Ben Affleck, I'm like, I'm, I'll give him a chance. No, well, you you all knew that I, I gave Ben Affleck the, the go ahead from day one. I was like, yes, I'm excited. It's gonna be cool. I don't care what anybody says. He's gonna knock it out of the ballpark. And if he doesn't, shame on me. Shame on you. But I want to be the one person to be like, all you guys were talking <laughs> shit. Now look at him. He's yeah. Batman. Alright guys, well I think we're uh, we're just about done here. So uh, if you like what we're doing here, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, head on over to thereforeigeek.com, facebook.com slash thereforeigeek. Follow us on Twitter at thereforeigeek and Tracy is at Mary Eyes. So once again, I'm Andrew. I'm Santana. I'm Andrew as well. And you have been listening to Therefore I Geek. <laughs>